and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. I'm Jasmine, a transformative coach, loves to talk about, you know, living the life you want, <laughs> thus the podcast. And this is Bouté, my dog. For those of you listening on audio, I'm sorry you can't see her, but you can see her on the YouTube channel. And uh, today I have my friend, Wynn Morgan, with me. Hi, Wynn. Hello, good to be Hi. here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Guys, when I met Wynn, well, I'd, I'd seen him before because, you know, we were in these classes together and I was kind of like spying on him and I knew he was there. But I actually got to meet him during Super Coach Academy last year, which um, Wynn is a mentor coach. It wasn't mine, but he's a mentor coach during the, I, I didn't get the chance to get coached by him yet. Uh, <laughs> so Wynn, thank you for coming. Tell us a little bit, you know, where you're from and what you do right now. I'm from Wales in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I live right now. Um, well, I have done. I've lived in this place for about 18 years. I'm just west of London. So I'm, uh, I moved from Wales to England 25 years ago now. Mm -hmm. So that's where I am in the world. What I do, it's similar to you. Um, I, I talk with people. Yeah. Either that they are in it for themselves in the conversations or with companies. So majority of my time is with corporations and to help them in whatever their uh, next stage of their own evolution is to become more successful, to have better relationships with their clients, their suppliers, their colleagues. So yeah. working with leaders um, and the people who look after their clients, drug customers and suppliers and, and to help them I'd imagine what would be the catch-all phrase would be help them get more out of their people and their people to love even more the fact that they work for that company. So those two things combined. And then when I'm working with private individuals, the ones who are uh, funding their, their coaching with me directly, then that can be anything, whether that's about anxiety, whether that's about uh, launching their business, whether they're a coach and they want to become a more impactful, successful coach or anything they're looking for in life, really. Mm. So essentially, um, you're, you're talking to people, like whether it's corporations or individuals, you, we basically talk about the same thing, right? We kind of like I don't know if it's your experience, but my experience is everybody wants harmony and, you know, we, we want to be, feel good, <laughs> basically, right? We don't, we don't, we humans, we don't like feeling bad, but unfortunately it's something that actually we have to go through, <laughs> the feeling bad of stuff. And, um, and what's interesting is that it's so funny because one of the things that I saw lately, I was having a conversation with a friend and one of the things that I saw lately is that in order for me to know that I don't want something, I have to go through, I have to go through the act of doing it. I'm going to give you an example um, just so I could be more concrete. I feel like I'm like, talking about air uh, <laughs> so it's like it was kind of like I don't even remember when I was having this I hope it's not in the last 
podcast, but if it is, so be it. Uh, I was talking about how I didn't like um, like lying or something to that effect, right? I, I didn't like lying. I did it, right? But I didn't like doing it because it made me feel bad, right? I was pretty good. I was a pretty good liar for a while, <laughs> you know, until I got caught. I'm talking about younger, right? Like when I was a younger and I, I was getting pretty good at lying, you know, but <laughs> my brain wasn't made to um, remember all the lies. Like I, my brain is not very good at memory. So like remembering all the lies was just too hard. And uh Initially, I stopped lying because of that. <laughs> My brain was just couldn't remember. But at the core, I just didn't like it. You know, I just didn't like lying. I didn't like how it made me feel. So that's how I kind of like just stopped. Yeah. You know, I just stopped lying. So I had to go through it. I had to do it in order to know that doesn't work for me. Like, I don't, I don't want that. So I find that interesting, like, and it could be in anything. I mean, now I'm talking about lying, but it could be stealing, you know, like I've, I've never stolen, but I knew for a fact younger that that just didn't work for me. I wasn't going to do that. I'm actually the kind of person who like when I get go to the groceries and I get into my car and I figure out, oh, there was something in the thing that they didn't charge. I go back in and get it paid. You know, I'm that kind of person. And so that's what I meant by you have to go through it in order to know for a fact what you truly want so from your experience of all the people that you've been talking to what's the what's the thread like what's the thing that's nearly always the same with everybody what's the same with everyone I think we make things up mm. and we live as if they're true and we don't know it So as an example, there could be somebody that I would talk to this week who might have had an experience where they were under charge at the grocery store, went back in, paid. And then for the, the feeling would you know, the feeling of dread that I've unknowingly um, been undercharged or innocently taken something that I've not paid for because it's totally innocent but then they might give themselves a hard time for it 
even though mm. they didn't want it right. And it's it's really interesting how often that feeling is pervasive and it runs a, a background noise in someone's life. But I think even more than, I hear more about the, the unknown limitations people have put on themselves based on what they think. And I've seen this for myself and I see it weekly, at least weekly, if not more frequently than that, that, that I have a story of me that I live by, but I don't realize that I made the story up. So I'm living in a world of a, a fiction of myself. And sometimes I then give myself a hard time for not living up to the expectations I've created unknowingly myself. So I've set myself a, an, an arbitrary made up standard, give myself a hard time for not reaching it and not realizing that all of those things came from my own, own imagination. So an example might be- It's kind of like, yeah. Go ahead. So an, an example, and I saw it recently that I, I thought until very recently that I shouldn't be annoyed by some people. So does it make sense that I get so annoyed by people? And then I realized a few days after I thought that and I saw how I was getting annoyed by a lot of people and unknowingly thinking I shouldn't. I then saw, well, hang on, human beings get annoyed sometimes they're annoyed at other people why would i be any different to that and since i noticed that that it would be totally natural for me to get annoyed and sometimes annoyed by other people i've become far more at peace with myself now that kind of narrative and that example i've noticed runs quite deeply and pervasively and blindly in so many of us with so many different things yeah i kind of i get it i one of the things that i've i've studied in the past you know i've studied letting go mm. you know letting go of stuff I've, I've studied that and studying letting go led me to live in the now mm right and um lately following one of our coaching mastery calls i've truly seen how the past doesn't exist the future doesn't exist and there's only now and sometimes i can think fresh sometimes you know, when I'm coming from that space of there's only now, what do I, what about now? What do I want to do now? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And not go into this already made Jasmine, this already, okay, Jasmine, she thinks like this. And she says this, she can't say this, right? Like I have these, like you say, it's like, it's, it's already there. It's running in the background. Something happened when I was four. 
<laughs> you know, I decided this about me and um, 51 and voila, I'm still that, you know, and it's really interesting to look at things from that space. Look at, okay, well, how would I respond now? Like, can, like, what did you just do? Did you just go on auto mode, Jazz? What did you just do, right? And I, I, I find, like you said, I find there's a lot of peace in that space because I don't have to live up to this person I made up. And like I said, my memory sucks. <laughs> right? Because ever since I've been in this conversation of thinking fresh and stuff like that, I don't go back to my memory. Right? And so since my memory sucks, sometimes, you know, I'm supposed to be angry at somebody and I totally forgot why. Right? And I'm like, okay, so now it's bringing me back to it's bring, being in this space that's bringing me to, okay, why, why get angry? Like, I really, like, I do, but I can let that go much easier, much quicker now going, it's really not worth it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking fresh. There's, there's that place also that I love to look at is like, how can I have a new thought right now? Instead of having this old stale thinking that, you know, one day I tried it and it worked. So let me repeat it over and over and over again, you know, but I, you know, the results are, will defer every time. You know what, what I find fascinating in listening to you is what I can recognize for myself in a similar way. It's a different narrative, but the same kind of behind the scenes of the change that we notice. So we all, we've all seen that it's a good idea to let go of the past resentment and all that kind of stuff is not great. And worrying about the future is not a great idea yet. We do it. Yeah. Even though we know it's a good idea not to. But here's, here's what's fascinating. What changes a good idea to, duh, no-brainer, is seeing something fundamentally true about how we are as, as human beings. So when we realize that, in your example, well, this is a memory from when I was four, it's 47 years ago, but it's no longer 47 years ago. I look at my calendar and today it says right now is 2021. It becomes obvious that there's nothing to let go of because it doesn't exist. So it's us that innocently go back and grab it. Yeah. But it becomes really easy to let go of something that doesn't exist. And when we see it doesn't exist, the, the heavy lifting's done, the work's done. While we will still fall for it, we will still go back, and I still do have feelings that 
are evoked from probably repeated thinking from years ago, but less and less. Because the feeling you talk about, the stale, the stale feeling of that is now informing me that I'm living in an illusion more and more without the perfection of never going there, right? Because I'm human and I will have uh, some thinking about me and some thinking about the past that can crop up. But I love the fact that we can notice that when we see the truth of there is no past and no future, it's always now. It's always now. Then living in the now becomes a darn sight easier when we know that's the only thing that exists. But we have to see that first for that to be more of what we do. So in, in the conversation that we had about, well, why do people do what people do? It's what makes sense to them in the moment. But what makes sense to them in the moment will be hugely informed by each individual's understanding of what's going on in their head. And if I've learned to pay less attention to the stale old news that is actually my thinking right now in this moment that appears real and appears from a long time ago, but it's always my now thinking replaying itself, then what's possible is a lot more fresh. Yeah, the seeing, the seeing of it makes the whole difference, yeah. right? It's like, it's like we can see the words or we can see what's happening. You know, when I talk, like when I talk to friends or when I talk to clients even, you know, like it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm going to make up something because I don't have a concrete example, but I, I'm going to say, okay, something like, you're withholding something and it's it's in the way of you being free for example right so they're like focusing on something they're focusing on the words so like there's your you're withholding and the withholding is in the way but they're looking at what it is that they're withholding you know so they're not seeing that it's the withhold Right? It's like once you truly see, oh shit, it's this. All of a sudden, it's like, what? What was that? I was talking to a girlfriend the other day, and she called me, and she was like, "I am so angry." And she's like, "Now she's like, I can't let it go, and I can't sleep, and this is like, it's been lasting for days, and da 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 da." And she was like, really, you know, riled up and all of this. And I was like, "Okay," I said, "Are you are you resisting the feeling, or are you just feeling the feeling? Because you know, the feeling is going to go away. No, 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 the feeling is not going to go away." I said, "Can you remember the feeling, like?" You think it's because of somebody else, but can you live it up? You know, can you wake it up? And you, she says, I can feel the feeling right away. I said, okay, feel the feeling. So see, I'm feeling it now. I said, okay, feel it thoroughly. 
where is it in your body? So I kind of like played with her and she was like, it's here, it's there. And, and, you know, and I was like, what about now? So about two minutes of playing with that. She's like, oh, you know what? It's gone. I said, I told you it was going to go. And she was like, but I can make it come back. I said, okay, make it come back. And she was like, wait, wait. (laughs) She couldn't make it come back. She just couldn't make it come back because she had lived through it. You know, she hasn't, she, it was kind of like once she went through the whole thing, she was like, oh, the next day she sent me a message saying, can't believe it. I slept through the day, (laughs) through the night, you know, it's like, just feel stuff, people. (laughs) Just feel it. That's what it's, that's what we're here for. I wonder why we they weren't we we weren't called human feelings <laughs> instead of human beings. I know. I know. Like we can feel it in our bodies. Like before we talked, I told you I was like rebooting my computer, and my computer is like you know it's a quick computer. It's supposed to I'm supposed to go restart, and it's supposed to go beep beep. That's it, you know. And now it's like five minutes. And I was like, <laughs> starting to have anxiety. Well, I was just like projecting. I was just like, you know, I had made up the computer is broken. I need to buy a new one. But when I need to buy a new one, I need to get a good one. And if I get a good one, it's going to cost a lot of money. And, and it was just like, you know, it was just like a whole bunch of, of course, cr- thoughts that I had already thought before. And then the end result of I couldn't, and then if I can't, well, then I can't have coaching calls and record podcasts. And if I can't do that, then I can't work. And if I can't work, and he like, okay, calm down, girl, go relax. It's okay. (laughs) I think that's a beautiful example of what we do innocently unknowingly we make up the future and live in the feeling of a future that we didn't know we made up yeah but see i knew that it, it was like it's fine yeah you know your like message, I, and even in the sub in the subtext of reading your messages oh she knows it's good yeah 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 it was kind of like it's like i'm feeling it but i could feel it i could feel the the anxiety like looming it was like no you i was like no you ain't coming it 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 doesn't matter right now in this moment i don't know if the computer's broken i'm not gonna start freaking out about it you know but it's fun that inside this conversation that we're having, we're able to slow it down and really look at what it is that occurs. Now, people listening in, I hope you're not going, well, this doesn't happen to me, right? Because you're looking at the specificity of computer breakdowns. We're not talking about the computer breakdown. We're talking about the speed at which one thought creates another, 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 another creates a bodily effect and then creates how you react to the world. 
I love talking about my come from, you know, where I'm coming from. And I know that sometimes I'm coming from stress that I've created, whatever I'm reacting to. I'm coming from that space of I'm stressed. You're going to get the result of how I feel when I'm stressed. Right. Or sometimes I'm coming from a, all is well. There's nothing wrong with nothing. Everything is completely perfect, just the way it is and just the way it is not. I love that space. What have you noticed then? What have you seen or realized that has helped you live in that space more? I think, I think the biggest thing I've realized is that everything I made up was always way, 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 way worse than anything that actually was. Mm-hmm. Like I could make up like such crazy scenarios. I'm very creative (laughs) in my mind. I'm very creative. And I could make up really, really bad shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I could just see, you know, (laughs) I don't know if I should say this in the podcast, but I'm going to say it anyways. The great thing about you being the host, you can edit. I can, yeah, but I don't edit. See, I, that's the thing. I'm like, no, I'm not going to edit people. So you're getting the authentic thing. Your listeners, you are getting the real behind the scenes of Jasmine right now. Get exactly. Ready. So <clears throat> one of the things that I was very anxious, I was uh, like pre- this understanding, I was very anxious. And the anxiety would um, show up in my body. And then it would show up, show up in the form where I had to go to the bathroom. So when that, that's how powerful it was, like, in my opinion, that's for me, that's like, I was like, I'm a powerful thinker, I can, like, make my body do stuff. And one day I was having the event. I was having an event, an anxiety event. And I remember being in the bathroom. That's what, that's the part I didn't want to share. But I was in the bathroom, guys. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I had like this moment of seeing what was happening that I was in the bathroom for a reason that wasn't there. Like, it's, it's almost like I brought myself into the present in a fraction of a second. And I saw that nothing I made up was happening. Mm. And I instantly stopped being in pain. Wow. 
Like it was, it was instantaneous. And I was like, that like really launched me inside this conversation. Like I, I'm like, I'm going to teach this. I'm going to show people this is, this is how powerful you are. You know, in listening to you, I mean, that's an amazing story and an amazing realization that you had. A lot of people have realizations on the bathroom, not only for this, not only for that reason, but we often do because it's contemplative sometimes to be there. <laughs> but here's here's what I really loved in in that realization that you just shared, is that you saw how creative you were, as opposed to how nuts you were. Mm. Because there would be some people who had the realization, wait a minute, I've made this all up. Now it's not this situation's fault. It's my head. There's something wrong with me now, not the stuff in the world. And, and if anyone is in that, that situation that they think that they are to blame for going to the bathroom for an event that isn't happening, your body is wiser than you might give it credit for. When we are that afraid, going to the bathroom is what the human body does. It's good because we move faster when we have got less in it. It makes complete biological sense mm. to void the body when we are that afraid to go away from what is genuinely there. It makes all the sense in the world. So we're not nuts. We all are innocently making up things that aren't there. We are all that creative. And the only thing that's happening is our thinking looks real to us. That's for everyone. That's 7.8 billion people every single day of every life that's ever lived. That's how we are as human beings. So there's no blame. You're not getting anything wrong if you think that what you think's true and is actually happening. That's how we all are. But if we just get a glimpse, as you did, a realization, but even if we don't see it that fundamentally massive in the way that you saw it in the bathroom that day, if we just get a glimpse, a suspicion that maybe this is my creative imagination doing what a human creative imagination does, and it's making me feel low, or it's making me feel anxious, or it's making me feel insecure or whatever your least favorite feeling about yourself is or about life is. I don't live like this, but I know what I'm about to say is true. Any bad feeling I have about me is a myth. Totally mythical. I have made something up because there can't be anything wrong with me, you, or anyone listening to this, or anyone else who could possibly listen to this. You said it earlier on that everything is perfect. We are perfectly human, but that does not mean perfect. It means human. Human beings make stuff up and live as if it's real. It's how we are. 
And if we cut ourselves some slack and get a little bit suspicious over feeling bad about ourselves, and notice the potential truth in what all the mystics have said, that we are energy and stardust colliding in this amazing conscious temporary experience called life. It's a heck of a thing to realize, which we, and we can't get that experience wrong because it's all an experience. And if there's a glimpse in that, that can be everything. Because I remember getting a glimpse into that at some point in 2012, and it affected me in a way that nine years later I can't really describe. But my life is very different, and I'm forever grateful. Yeah, it it's very different. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's also. Um, something super cool like like everything's different but everything's the same and it's like huh? it's kind of like a a mind you know kind of thing going huh yeah. everything's different yep everything's the same yeah yeah exactly yeah. once you've had that experience you get it you do because it changes our relationship, our inner world has got a different relationship with the world out there of form, of stuff, of things. And if we see through fresh eyes, of course everything's going to look different, even though it hasn't changed. Yeah. Well. Miraculous and beautiful. Yeah. Well, everyone, I hope that you've enjoyed this chat as much as I have. Me too. <laughs> so to, to finish the, the, the podcast, the episode, guys, I'm going to have you listen to a pre-recorded segment of my friend Amy and I talking about um, eating what you want and calories and stuff like that. So it's just a little bit of a different conversation than Wynn and I are having, but you'll have fun. <laughs> Hello there. We are on the segment, eat what you want. <laughs> so if you're for the first time listening to one of these, well, it's, um, uh, my friend Amy Crippen, a nurse, people. This is a nurse, the holistic nurse that talks about this stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy, hi, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So this week you sent me a messenger and you said, Jasmine, we got to talk about this. Like I need to tell people. So what was it you wanted to talk about? These people are lying to us? <laughs> I, I sent you a TED talk um, with it, it's I can't remember the researcher's name so I apologize for not remembering his name but um, you know it, it was just essentially talking about how deceptive our food marketing is right and our food labels too 
And so many diets are focused on like that calories in, you know, versus calories out, you know, so like to lose weight, it's a mathematical equation. You have to, you have to, you know, just deprive yourself of a thousand calories a week and that equals a pound, you know? I know. I don't know how many times I heard that one. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like our the actual food labels. I'm in the U.S., so I'm not sure what it's like in, in Canada. You know, right. we're talking about the FDA, but um, they can have like a 20% margin of error. They don't have to put everything that's in in the food, right? Hmm. So they don't have to list every ingredient. They just have to list the most frequent. They in the U.S. they list uh, like sugar and sodium and and like some trace elements. They they list basically the things that um, can affect your health the most. So like sodium can cause like hypertension and you know some other cardiovascular diseases and sugar could be with like diabetes. So they, they only label those types of things. So that's really interesting, but 20% margin of error, either over or under meaning like, like, are, are, and are you measuring it out? Are you getting a scale? <laughs> are you like literally mathematically measuring it out? And then what do you do if you're hungry? still? do you say like, no, like I can't eat anymore. Well, and that's why I know a lot of people, that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I worked with ladies that that's what they did. I counted my calories today and, you know, I'm, I'm over. I'm not going to eat anymore yet. They wanted to eat their desk. Yeah. I've been in lunchrooms like that too, where, you know, I'm on a diet and they'll come and they'll bring the smallest salad, right? With like the, the littlest amount of things to go in the salad and like, this is all I'm eating. And then like a week later, I mean, like it's over because <laughs> they're like ravishing hungry, you know? Um, and, and that's calories are not the same, right? Like I have a calorie, a calorie meal, 500 calories. I have 500 calories and say it's like nachos and cheese and salsa versus, um, I don't know, like a snack, a different type of snack would be like peanut butter and apples, you know, and say it's the same amount of calories. The difference is the amount of fiber, right? Like that's in an apple. It's one ingredient, you know, so it's an apple. <laughs> you don't need to read the nutrition label for it. You know, if you get peanut butter, let's just like, just peanut butter, like just crushed peanuts, you know? Um, these types of things are ways that we can be mindful in our choices and we're giving our bodies what they need. They need that, that dense nutrition, you know, it's not really the number of calories. It's getting the good nutrition in. Yeah. But what if, what if I'm not getting the, just the crushed nuts, you know, what if I'm having just an apple and peanut butter, just like forget what kind of peanut butter, just, peanut butter. Yeah. And I would say, you know, that's fine. I wouldn't say like, oh, you have to get really, really about all of it. You know, it is better to get just natural ingredients if that's possible, if that's in your budget. Some of these things aren't in, in people's but budget. Tell me about so, that. Like why, like, why is that important? Tell me about it. 
it's the way that they process um, the type of food and the type of ingredients that they put into, <clears throat> and it really just depends on the brand and what you're looking at, but um, to extend the shelf life, um, to enhance the flavor, um, a lot of peanut butter has like, a, what is it called? The dehydrogenated oil, which is an, um, which is increases our cholesterol okay. uh, versus just the natural peanut oils that occur you know, in, in the peanuts themselves. So, and, so what would be better would be for us to have peanuts, but like just, so if we, if we're not willing to, um, and I'm saying this because I'm talking about me, you know, I'm talking about me. Here. <laughs> if you're not willing to get rid of your peanut butter, but you want to still eat um, you know, healthy, I could have an apple, an apple and nuts. Yeah, you certainly could. I love like apple and nuts and cheese. Like I'll have that on a plate and it's like a well-rounded snack. I'm getting multiple food groups in one sitting, you know, yeah. and it's going to keep me fuller longer than uh, an item that um, doesn't have the same type of nutritional value to it, mm. which is the driving force for us to eat, right? Yeah. And it's not to say like, don't eat nachos, don't eat these other things. It's there, you know, we just, it's being mindful of like attuning to those nutritional needs. You can kind of feel it, you know, like when I eat off balance for too long, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> You know, like I'm not feeling as energetic. I'm not feeling as. Um... Yeah, but I like that what you're saying, because, you know, of course, I've heard it before, you know, you know, it's not like I've never listened or talked about this or 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 read stuff. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. If I'm going to eat peanut butter, I'm going to eat my peanut butter. But if you're telling me, well, Jasmine, forget the peanut butter, nuts are good, then that gives me, because I like nuts. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do like nuts. So, and I'm, I'm okay with, of course, I like to have the almonds and dipped in all of that good stuff, but I'm fine with raw almonds. Like I'm noticing that I'm fine with raw almonds and and that is natural, right? Like if I get a raw almond, mm -hmm. that's a natural thing. There's nothing added to that. Well, that's actually a question. Like, do they add stuff to it? That's why reading the labels are really important. You know, just like pick it up, look at it in the back. Because there are peanut butters that are made that don't have all of that processed stuff. You know, normally they're going to label it natural, yeah. you know. But you still actually want to read it because they there there aren't a lot of regulations on what they can call natural and, and one of my favorite examples of this was like I got some um flavored like sparkling water I like flavored sparkling water and it's like natural flavors and other natural flavors I was like what's like why are there natural flavors and other natural flavors <laughs> like which one's natural I don't even know and so that's that's just something to be mindful is if we are, there's a lot of things out there with like eat organic, don't eat organic. And it gets really confusing. I know. Well, actually I'm already confused because when we started the, the clip, uh, you were mm -hmm. saying, you know, that these labels lie and then you're telling me to read the labels. So can you clarify oh, yeah. a little bit for me? 
Yeah. Well, so what is on the label, those things are in there that they're, they're listing them and there, you can read things that you, you would want to try to, you know, just be mindful of in, in your diet. Is there another option on this shelf? I'm getting peanut butter. Do I want to, do I want to grab the peanut butter that has, you know, things that I can't read in it? Or do I want to grab the peanut butter that's just natural? And I look at the back and I go, oh, okay. It just says oil and peanuts, two ingredients. I'll get that one. Maybe it's 30 cents more, but it's worth it for our bodies. Our bodies are worth 30 cents, (laughs) you know, like they really are. The cue is the amount of ingredients. Yeah. The amount of ingredients is a really good way to like simplify it. It really is. You know, um, if you can pronounce what's on the back of the label. Also. Yeah. The, the, the thing that, you know, what I'm, I think I'm pointing to the most is like, don't count calories, listen to your body. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And try to, try to stick with things that feel good. Yeah. Don't look at the labels for the calories. Look at what the ingredients are and Mm -hmm. then. Just notice what it does to your body when you're eating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I say, stick with that. If you can read the ingredients and, you know, be mindful of the, the sodium levels and the sugar for the most part, those are easy ways to decrease, you know, um, like, well, just decrease health risks, you know? Well, it, let's look at it this way. It, this, that, those are good ways to increase your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Grabbing the other thing, it increases your health. I like that. Optimize your health, right? Well, Amy, thank you so much. Yes, of course. Our next clip, because we said we were going to talk about snacks. So people, I made a special request. She's going to talk to us about snacks. So come back next time. And uh, that's what we'll talk about. Thank you, Amy. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. I want to thank you so much for being there. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to let you go with that. And uh, you take care of yourself and... uh, continue your stuff i'm gonna put all your links in the um in the description and when is your podcast your podcast is called under Under the yeah Yeah, we had kate just the other day so do you have a a website link for under the noise or yeah i'll I'll get you the link to podbean which was more recommendations that that'll be there too fantastic thank you so much you have a good day and everyone dream it dare it do it live the life you want bye